Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. It's really Wednesday. I'm filming this Wednesday. That's why you're going to see me in the same shirt three days in a row. I promise I bathe occasionally. I'm joined. I, well, let me see. I got to give him. Arrow Hawani showed me up a couple weeks ago with this intro. So let, let's see what I can do. Let's see what I can do. He was a con- contestant on the Ultimate Fighter 7. He is known. He is the. Somehow a man who won Rookie of the Year and most improved in the same year. How is that even possible? He's a former Monster Factory heavyweight champion. The current Progress Atlas champion. The current WWN champion. A former Style Battle champion. And of course, the shit-eating wild man of professional wrestling, Matt Riddle. What's up, Matt? What's up, bro? How are you? Nice shirt. You have to talk if you want the camera to move to you. Is it the bro riddle bro shirt? Yeah, is that going to be up on your website? Uh, you know, a fan made this Johnny Cake. Really? Yep, and uh, brought it to me at the Michael Elgin show where I defended the Atlas title. I wrestled Mike Elgin, and... Uh, you know, I should probably get some made because it's a pretty sweet design. Granted, it's wrinkled right now, but it's a, it's a That's sweet That's a hell of a shirt. gift. It's a nice it gift. I'll say this. Wrestling fans are some of the cr- most creative and nicest fans out there. Yeah. Did you ever get anything like that when you competed in MMA? I got stuff throughout my, you know, sweet career with the UFC, but, you know... uh it, it was never like, I never got like a custom shirt or anything like that. Well, actually I did. I got one custom shirt. One. Well, the merch world in MMA is largely untapped. Like you see like all the time, I'll see bootleg shirts that I'm like, why haven't the Diaz brothers done this? But instead some bootleggers making a bunch of money off of like Nate Diaz's likeness. And what? I'm not surprised motherfucker instead of Nate making that money. That's just Bummer. what happens. Like he should be NateDiaz.com and or DiazBrothers.com and sell merch right off there. Follow us I on think Instagram. They have some sort of clothing line. Uh, they have something. I just don't know what it is. But I mean, I see all kinds of stuff of the Diaz brothers in particular because you know that's it's just an untapped market, and Reebok has largely. F that up too. I mean, they. Yeah, well, the UFC F that up well before Reebok got their true. hands. And people always like, oh, the Reebok deal. It's like, dude, I was there before the Reebok deal and the sponsorship sucked ass unless like you were like headlining or you had a really good manager, but then they were still like taking like 20 or 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it doesn't matter. Either way you go, you're going to get, you're going to get creamed. Yeah. Yeah. You had a busy weekend, dude. No. 
Yeah, you did. We're gonna go through I, it day by day. I think I had go four. Through. I had four title defenses this week. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go through it day by day because I don't want you to jump ahead, Matt. Don't get too excited. But you, uh, let's see. So, wow, you, well, how many matches do you have? Five. 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 Jesus, I thought it was four. So, first off, you were at uh, where were you at first? PWG. Friday? I, I flew to Pete from Pennsylvania, Newark. From Newark to California, wrestled Adam Cole for PWG, which was pretty sweet. I think you saw him pull guard on me. I did. I did. Uh, I was about funny, to bring that up because right? PWG is on their shit about getting these previews out timely now. They had it out the next day. I was stoked. I was so Dude. happy. PWG, everybody's like... <laughs> All the boys in the locker room were like, I don't know what's going on, but everything's working really smooth these days. You know, like there's shows every month, everything's happening on schedule. You know, like it's just, I don't know, even when I first started, there's like, you know, there might be a show next month or it might be these dates, you know, but they're locking stuff in now long in advance. So it's good. I have a scoop for you. I have it on good authority that people like money, Matt. And I PWG do. makes some damn good money. Yeah, for Pete, everybody. Pete, well, it's not just that. I like performing in front of good crowds too, and PWG is a great crowd. And you know, I also like going to California. So, Grant, I would yeah. like to spend more than just one day or one match in California, but you know, wrestling, you know, it's just not the same. Well, the next day you went to uh, Laboom. Yep. And that's considered another really uh, becoming a mecca of indie wrestling. One, like the basically the New York version. You defeated Mike Verna. Well, first off, I want to talk about the Adam Cole match. Sorry, I jumped ahead. He pulled guard and said, I'm getting into your world. Yes. Was- and I got to say, Matt, uh, in, in the most normal way possible, you looked super jacked next to Adam Cole. I didn't realize I, he was that small. I'm pretty I'm pretty jacked. Not I'm saying that jacked. you're not jacked. I'm just saying you you were huge next to him. Yeah, you know, uh yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm that much bigger. I'm probably only like thirty or forty pounds bigger, but God it's uh it's a solid thirty forty. Yeah, just just thirty forty, just maybe, just maybe twenty twenty five percent of his body weight. Not that big. Yeah, not that much. How'd the match go for you? How did you like it? I mean, were you satisfied with it? I was very satisfied with it. It was very good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, nothing too. Cra- uh, it was fun. I don't think it was too crazy. We didn't like, you know, he didn't like throw me on my head on like a chair or anything so easy day so technically so this is notable because technically your first match of the weekend against a guy from ring of honor uh we won't necessarily spoil it all for you all who want to go check out the dvd and stuff like that because i know there's a big uh, market for pwg and that uh we get a lot of people that are always like pwg's got a stream they got a stream i don't think people really understand how much that would hamper the pwg roster if they tried to live stream because a lot of the flow slam guys might not be able to do it. Uh, yeah. Trevor Lee couldn't do it. Lucha underground guys couldn't do it. The, the, guys couldn't do it. the way they do it, anybody can basically do it like anybody. So yeah, it's a good way. It, it would really hamper things unless they're on flow slam and no disrespect to flow slam. I think PWG realizes if they were to stream, they could make a lot more money just doing it themselves somehow, but you got to find a reliable method and yeah. it's easier said than done. Uh, PWG. Yeah. I think they get where they're at. I think they get where they're at. They just got to run, run steady. So at pier one, you beat Mike Verna. How'd that go? I mean, in the match. Well, you won. You won the match. I won the match. You defended your progress Atlas title. I sure did. Who is Mike Verna? 
Tell the people. Mike Verna is, I think, the Iron Man Superman or the Iron Superman or something like that. I think he's from New York. Pretty pretty jacked up dude. Wrestler guy. As I look through his his cage match profile on cagematch.net, the dude's been competing for some gold lately. Like WrestlePro, CW New New England, uh, BBWF, FTPW, Progress Atlas Championship. Uh, He lost that one. Tier 1 Tag Team Championships, FBW Heavyweight Championships uh, against David Starr this weekend as well. So the dude's getting traveled pretty quick. Yeah. But I guess you could say you stopped him in his tracks. I sure did. (laughs) Yeah, I went there. Did you see the best uh, of the broadcast volume one that's up on YouTube right now, by the way? I didn't. I should go check that out. You should. Sounds, volume two will come out soon as well. That sounds pretty sweet. That sounds fantastic. A lot of digging holes. A lot of taking souls. You got to love it. You got to love it. It's a good time. It is a good time. So, uh. The next day, which which match happened first? Well, no, no, no. This was th- that was the day of the Verna fight. So I you faced fly Timothy. Back. You, so you I fly, fly back. back. You had flown back to New York. You had like four bookings in New York that weekend. Correct. Matt Riddle, Timothy Thatcher. It, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. Good scrambles. Uh. You know, a couple big moves, nothing too crazy. Mostly just hard hitting, striking, and chain wrestling, and then a submission finish. Twister. You you did win the match. I did. I beat Timothy Thatcher on American soil. On American soil, you beat Timothy Thatcher after old Stokely showed up on your podcast and talked a bunch of trash to you. Dude, it seems like every time somebody talks trash on this podcast, it's a guaranteed lock that I win. That's a good point. That's a very so good far, point. So far, so far. So far. I'm going to get Dan Hardy on the show or something. Oh, goodness. And if I lose that one, I'll cry. <laughs> you might retire. You might just hang him up. So, uh, Timothy, quit the broadcast, quit the wrestling, (laughs) quit it all. Come back, dropping from the rafters like Sting. But your hair's already grown out. Yeah, but maybe I'll like, I don't know. I'll I'll paint my face. Really sweet. I'll go warrior style. You ever gonna do, you ever gonna paint your face? You're gonna do one of those gimmicks? No. Well, I've already done it. I've already done it when I did the 10-man match at PWG. We were like the Cyclopedes. And I was actually the first one to get my face painted, and and Sam Callahan was doing it. I was like, are you guys fucking ribbing me? Like, the rest of you better be doing this because I will flip (laughs) out. And then, of course, the rest of them did it. So it was a good time. (laughs) <laughs> so did Sammy do everybody's face paint? He did. Well, we took like Talented. Pentagon's. We took Pentagon's face paint, and then he did everybody's face paint. Was was the Pentagon offered up, or did y'all just take oh, that? Of course. Shit? Well, t- guy, come on. We're all nice. <laughs> We're all nice. We don't do that. We'll just take it like that. Not stealing anybody's passport. Of course not. What, what's no your cheese. thoughts on that? Somebody, no cheese, somebody no steals your passport. Steak. Somebody steals your passport. You don't get it back. What do you do? What do you mean? Who would steal my passport? Like a JBL. random? Is that what he did? Allegedly, he had somebody steal Justin Roberts' passport in England, like eleven years or twelve years ago, and not only did Justin Roberts not get it back, he had to fly to the embassy, and Vince McMahon was in on it and said, ha ha, don't forget your passport. And then what happened? (laughs) And then he had to go get his fucking passport in like London. 
Yeah, he didn't get it back. And then did he keep his job at least? Yeah, he kept his job for several years. Um, <laughs> I love how baffled you are by this. Like, I can't. Th- that's why when people are like, "Oh, a passport," that's funny. I'm like, "No, it's not funny. It's not funny like, in any way." I'd be like, "Oh, I would have rather just been working." Yeah, yeah. Well, I think your 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 uh, reaction is the best explanation we've seen thus far. You're you're. You like to have a good time. You you're a fun dude. Well, you know, I think there's a difference between hazing and bullying, and uh, you know that's crossing the line. This is a debate we've had on multiple shows. Say you're in the shower, Matt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a veteran walks up and starts soaping your ass. Hmm. How do, how does a Matt Riddle react to that situation? What kind of shower am I in where a veteran can get access to my ass and soap it? <laughs> well, this is in the late nineties, maybe early to probably late nineties, but you know, it, I just assume one of those big open locker room showers. If it's a big open room shower and a guy rubs up and grabs my and tries to soap my ass. He's going to get pushed away, of course. And, you know, but bro, watch it. Veteran or no veteran, I think everybody knows not to soap an ass. You know? I, but, I'm uh, with you. But I, I don't think, you know, expect to get slapped or something, you know, if you touch another man's ass in the shower, you know? Yeah. I it's had just, a lot of people when, when this JBL bullying scandal came out. Because, I mean, he he supposedly, allegedly – kind of bullied Mauro Ronaldo, who has battled some mental health issues into leaving. Mauro has denied that there is some speculation that maybe Mauro has taken a settlement to not talk about it. But I mean, it brought about a ton of stories about JBL and that's one of them that came kind of came to the forefront. Edge wrote about it in his book and said that JBL just came up and started soaping his ass. And a lot of people said, Oh, that's normal. I'm like, in no locker room I have ever been in, MMA, pro wrestling, any sport I played, did I ever get my ass soap or hear of any ass soaping? Well, I'm not going to say weird stuff didn't happen. What kind of weird stuff? Weird. Well, you know, like, accidentally, like, you know, you turn around and you hit somebody by accident, you know? Like you bump into somebody and you're like, I didn't mean for that to happen, that contact, stuff like that, you know. But it, it's different when it's intentional contact, you know, especially in that setting, you know. Yeah. got to be careful. Yeah. Perfect. No, it, it's 2017. We got to keep every setting professional except think- for your, like, personal home setting. You know? I think there was the show Modern Family. They called it when two dudes are in a locker room and their asses brush against each other. I think they called it a moon landing. I've never heard that, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's the term. Also, allegedly, JBL, well, the Hardys have been on record saying it. They had the Hardys in the late 90s, before Uber, before cell phones were really prevalent, had them break toothpicks off in a guy's uh, rental car lock. Damn. A damn. Uh, anyway, now that we're beyond that, you, you beat Timothy Thatcher, evolved, evolved talent. So you beat ROH guy, evolved guy, and Mike Verna that weekend. The next day, you go, you face Pentagon, Lucha Underground guy. You win that too. It was a big, it was a big one. I believe you should have drove a, to fucking Atlantic City and rolled some, like, got on the crap tables, Matt. You're on a hot a, street. There was a, you know, there's a couple Canadian destroyers, <clears throat> package pile driver on the apron, uh, you know, flying knees, flying busters. It was, you know, it, it was, you know, it was Pentagon. It's crazy. I was really uh, intrigued by that booking when I saw that. Defended the Progress Atlas Championship. Yeah. You really, you are defending uh, that title everywhere. Everywhere I can. 
is that is that something that progress tells you like how do you get how do you get to go about defending that championship in other promotions it, it goes back and forth sometimes progress contacts them sometimes the companies contact progress i'm not sure how you know, it, 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 there's always communication progress is really good with communicating with other companies you know so well, I mean, why I, wouldn't they want their championship defended on other shows? It does nothing but increase their visibility, makes the match more important, adds some more stakes, gets the people more into it. I think it's I think it's really good. It is good, I think, and you know, it's been it's been fun. It will be fun to continue doing it as well. WWN championship later that night, you defeated one Drew Galloway. And how about this? I, Joey Janela can suck on this one. You went 18 minutes. Oh, hell yeah, I did. I quit match for that one as well. Sorry, Joey. Yep. Sorry, Joey. Uh, Drew Galloway, WWE talent. So in one weekend, not only did you go 5-0, and you beat an ROH guy, an Evolve guy, a Lucha Underground guy, and a WWE guy. Yeah. That's quite an achievement. I wonder if it's ever been done before. I'm sure somebody maybe, but I mean, five and zero one weekend. Have you ever went five and zero in one weekend on the pro wrestling circuit? Hmm, five and zero. Uh, technically, yes, but then I like lost the next day because when I did sixteen carat, I wrestled yeah. Friday one. That did ambition won three matches in the morning. Then I won uh, that one at night as well. But then I lost Sunday night. Did Drew Galloway give you any insight to his newfound, newly refound WWE career? No, nothing. I was like, you know, like good luck, have fun. In WWE, bro. Did he look at you and say, good luck, have fun? You know what everybody says to me? It's like, oh, I'll see you soon enough. (laughs) I'll see you soon enough. Everybody says it to me, and I'm just like, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me blush. Guys, I don't think so, but you guys. Why don't you think so? I mean, I know you're very happy where you are now. I want to get that out of the way. Matt, you're doing awesome with WWN and Evolve, but why do you think not? Is it just a matter of you just liking what you're doing? Yeah, like, like honestly, like I literally just been hanging out at home for like the last couple weeks, and like had like a lot of free time. And like, granted, I'm leaving for two weeks now, but I'll be back for like a week, and then I'll be gone for two more weeks, and then I'll be back you know, in the States, you know, and, you know, I, I really like my schedule of like being gone, like maybe like three, four days and being back three, four days, you know? So it, it's a good schedule to have. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's always a hang up for a lot of people. And we've seen guys turn down WWE offers recently. Zach Sabre Jr. <laughs> said, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. You know, and if you can get your booking fee right and everything else right, you know, and you can stay busy. And you've stayed healthy, too. Well, I stay healthy because I can, like, eat. I'm not, like, cutting weight. Like, I train when I have time, you know. So, it's just good. That's that's one of the things that I always wondered about because, I mean, you did – I don't want to say injury prone, but a lot of your fights for one – one reason or another, whether it was contract or injury, stuff like that, a lot of them got pulled. Uh, and now you don't see a lot of that. Now there are some bookings that haven't really came through, and we'll talk about that. But, I mean, do, do you attribute that basically to weight cutting? Yeah, most of the injuries came to weight cutting or, like, you know, tra- training partners you know and i and i say that in the sense like like you can go hard when you spar train but some people like actually like try to like break stuff and hurt people you know when they train you know so i don't know and i've gotten hurt training with random people like that 
like where you know you're going like 50 percent then all of a sudden they go crazy and like heal you and like the ribs and like crack a rib and you're like sweet like i can't fight you know i want to talk to you about friday apparently it was said at house of hardcore you were advertised to appear mm-hmm. you didn't mm-hmm. tommy dreamer said that you double booked yourself mm-hmm. what happened well that's that that's exactly what kind of happened you know uh i have a arrangement with pwg where you know if they have a date i'll wrestle for them unless i have a date with evolve or wwn or anything like that and uh yeah you know and uh pw but uh PWG had a date. They instead of doing Saturday, they did a Friday because I had evolved Saturday and stuff like that. And uh, that's just how it went. And uh, I contacted Dreamer. They both, you know, he contacted me, and then I wrote him back, and everybody else back at House of Hardcore, like saying, "Hey, you know, I'm wrestling for PWG. My flight was already booked." And, uh, you know, sorry for any inconvenience, you know. When was that? How far ahead was that? That was probably like three days. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three days before the event. So this all came together like last week, yeah? Yeah. Well, because I wasn't sure which one I was going to do. Like, because they didn't even give me an opponent for House of Hardcore. They gave me an opponent for uh, PWG. Plus, you know. But I mean, they I didn't book you. Plus, plus, the person I talked to with House of Hardcore, you know, when I talked to them, said, uh, I, I told them that if I had a booking with PWG, I'd had you know I'd take it because you know I've been working for them and me and Jeff Cobb have been tagging and we're in line for a title shot, you know. So how did how did they react to that? I mean, that is kind of short it, notice, three days. It, it seemed fine. I mean, I mean, do I expect to get a phone call tomorrow for House of Hardcore next month? Probably not. And I understand that, but I'll be in Europe as well, you know, but like, but like these, these things happen, you know, and like it's happened with me. Like I remember one time I was supposed to wrestle for AAW and I slipped off the road and crashed my car. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to drive like another like six hours to Chicago and then drive nine hours home, you know? So I like just, I was lucky enough I could drive my car three hours back and get it fixed, you know? So it's like things happen, you don't work for somewhere, and then eventually they call you back and, you know, possibly work with them, you know? Do you think PWG should maybe let you know a little further ahead of time? Because, I mean, that type of thing, like, it can be rough on a promotion like well, House of Hardcore well, well, losing a Matt PWG Riddle. PWG let me know ahead of time when the date was, like when it was official. It was just that House of Hardcore, you know, like, I shouldn't say House of Hardcore. I should say the person I spoke with, House of Hardcore, and I'm not trying to bury anybody, so I'll just say the person I spoke with. You know, I told him if I had a date with PWG, I'd have to take it, you know. And I remember then he promoted me. Then they promoted me, like, probably, like, the next day after we talked. And I was like, well, they probably shouldn't have promoted me because PWG hasn't got back to me about the dates, you know. Because if they go Friday, then I can't do House of Hardcore Friday, you know. Interesting situation, man. I think it was just a miscommunication, and that's all it was. And everybody's happy. I think you get double booked a lot, Matt. I, I don't think so. I think it just, you know, like, like that's, I, I, I try to book accordingly. 
But with like but I mean, locations and flights and dates and you know, it's it gets tricky. No, I mean, granted, the PCW thing, it appears that was on them. They they didn't continue advertising you, but they didn't unadvertise you. You know what I mean? They which I one? think Pacific? one day which one? No, Preston City Wrestling. Oh, okay. Preston City Wrestling. Um but yeah, like he, they they had announced you, I think, in July for for a December show or something. But when they were aware that you weren't doing the show, they never said, "Hey, Matt isn't going to be here." Now the AIW thing that seemed like more miscommunication than anything. From when I talked to John Thorne, I talked to you. It just seemed like a miscommunication. Maybe your terminology wasn't up there. I, I don't know, but. Strike three, Matt. How long until you're out? And nobody books you ever again. You know, the, the thing is, I stayed loyal to the promotions that have been booking me from the beginning and gave me a shot. That's why, like, mm-hmm. I stayed loyal to, like, guys like, you know, Beyond, Evolve, uh, Progress. Um, I mean, one of those, you're under you're under contract to the WWM promotions, so yeah. you have to. So, Yeah. Well, I'll be honest, they're pretty lenient. Like, I've talked to them, and they said they'd let me, you know, like, if I have dates in Europe I need to take, I can take them. So, you know. You're about to go on an expedition. Yes. I've done it before. My Tell bag's us about it. No big deal. I'm just waiting for my merch to get here so I can roll it up and organize it for a change. What time do you fly out tomorrow? 8 a.m. 8 a.m. I get in England, I think, at like 10 o'clock at night or 8 o'clock at night, and then I drive to where the event is. And then I sleep. Then I sleep, and then I wake up, and then I go to the show and wrestle. So how many days are you there? Like how many days, weeks in a row are you there before you come back? Because I know you have a couple of bookings stateside here in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm there until the the bookings. And when are they? (laughs) I come back for PWG. I think it's like the 19th for PWG, the 20th for Evolve, and the 21st for Evolve. So you're there for like three weeks this first run. Yeah. And how many times do you think you how many times do you wrestle then? And are you like open to picking up other bookings along the way? Because last time you were in England that happened. Like they were like, Oh shit, let me get some of that Matt Riddle action. Well, you know, I don't know how many more bookings I can get because my schedule is pretty packed full. You know, and I'm traveling all over the UK and Europe. and Well, not all over Europe, but all over the UK and, like, to Germany and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. And then, after those bookings, you turn around and go back. Yeah. How long are you there then? A couple weeks? When I come back from the Evolve shows? Yeah. Yeah, I'm there for a couple weeks. I'm there until June 5th then. And my last show will be against Kyle Riley in Ireland. Ooh. I know. He might be a fan favorite. So, I like Kyle. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's I'm pretty O'Reilly, sure. O'Reilly, yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, he's never even wrestled for OTT, and I have, so you would think like maybe I would be, but. Come on, yes. his name's O'Reilly. He's a ginger. He's got the pale skin. Know. He, you know, you know and he comes out to like a, like an Irish like punk like, you know, it's like very Irish. We know the score. We know the score here. We know what they're gonna fucking go insane for. I'm gonna be like, I'm probably gonna have to do the job. Ah, oh man. Yeah. Should I make a prediction for that one? That way maybe you'll win. Maybe I should say that you're going to lose so you'll nah, win. Wait, wait, wait. That match is like six weeks away. Okay. That's not title, so that doesn't even matter. Doesn't not matter. Are you saying not, wins not and t- losses well, well, it matters, but it doesn't matter. You know, you can – like especially if it's not for a title you're holding, you know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. 
that once I get that once I get a belt, the probability of me relinkage, you know, like letting it go. Ooh, ooh, I'm not gonna let it go. I need that. It's gonna be the summer of bro. It's gonna be. I think so. I'm, my goal is, you know, to win all the tournaments I'm in for the rest of the year. So hopefully, I go get into Bola and win that. And uh, I got the scenic invitational down in Tennessee. I want to win that. And What's the I would imagine. Uh, it's a tournament down in Tennessee. I was in it last year. Good times. You get involved in the Super 8. You remember that shit? Do you know anything about the Super 8? I don't. But then there's also, while I'm in England, there's Super Strong style. Ooh. When I get Super 8 is a tournament that's been around for... The Super 8's been around for like 21 years. Our boy Jason Kincaid won it once, but like... uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Xavier Woods, Jerry Lynn, Davey Richards, Petey Williams, Christopher Daniels, Paul London, Loki. Lots of famous names have won that one. It, it used to be like the big indie tournament back in the day. Obviously, Bola has taken that over. Ooh, you could get into Chikara, King of Trios. When's that? I don't know. I think it's in like England or something, but uh, that's the, the six-man tag tournament, and I love that thing. Uh, you have to put together a bro team, though. Who would be your all-bro team? Um, Vince Russo and Robbie E? Definitely not. Vince Russo is a former WCW champion. It's nothing against Robbie E or Vince Russo. I'm just not that kind of bro. DDP, Zack Ryder? Not that kind of bro. Don't worry. I, I could put together a team. It'd probably be more indie talent. Josh Brolin? Do they have to have a bro in their name? Do they have to be like a bro? Like they have to drop bros? Or be a part of some sort of bro culture, I would imagine. I mean, you got to – you gotta Chikara, I don't know. Well, I would have picked Jeff Cobb just because, you know, yeah. he's one of my chosen bros, you know. And then – Have you but, ever – have you ever watched The King of Trios or know much about it? I don't think so, no. They have some pretty fun teams that will pop up. They'll, like, have Team WWF, and it'll be, like, Axe Smash and, like, some old WWF guy. They'll have – the cold front, and it'll be Glacier and Al Snow and somebody else with a cold name. Who the hell knows? Uh, they had the one, two, three kid in the tournament. They had Sean Waltman shave and work as the one, two, three kid in his old gear and stuff once. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. The, the Blue World Order one time was in there. Uh, the Spirit Squad. Yeah, they had one, two, three kid Aldo Montoya and Tatanka team up one time. Sounds insane. It's cool. It's cool. You could win that tournament. Why not? That's what I ask. Why not? Why not? Why the fuck not? That's what you got to ask yourself most of the time, like nine times out of ten. Like, he says, why not? That's what Diego Sanchez asked himself, and he got knocked the fuck out last weekend. Did you hear about that? See that? Anything? I heard about it, that La Quinta guy. Al, Ally Quinta, yeah, uh, deaded him right quick, like yeah. a minute and a half. It was sick. It was gross. It was nasty. I believe it. Diego, I, you know, nice enough guy, but uh, I think the time has come where uh, he really needs to, you know, step out of the cage and look into, you know, another line of work. He told a story last week where he he gave up smoking weed because he thought that he had a heart attack or heart condition that just went away. So, I mean, do you know who Dan Quinn is? Dan Quinn. How would do I you know? remember? Do you remember that name? He was the dude back in like 08, 09 who had those crazy videos on the internet calling out Kimbo Slice and saying that Stevia cured cancer. No. Oh my God. He was like, like kind of like the underground MMA world was balls deep in that dude. And then one day this dude was crazy as shit, Matt. 
saying that just taking stevia will get you ripped. You don't have to work out. You don't have to do anything. You can eat like a pig. Just eat pounds of stevia, which is a natural sweetener. Well, about a year into his crazy shit, he's like, I got a real endorsement. I got a great endorsement. And the camera pans over, and it's fucking Diego Sanchez hanging out with this nut. Hanging out with this nut. I got to send you this guy's videos because you will trip balls. Stevia. Stevia is the motherfucking cure, apparently. What else you got going on in the world, Matt? You spending time with the family tonight before you leave? Family tonight, you know, hanging out. My mom's going to come over and visit. My brother's here watching Zachary while I do the podcast right now. Uh, Yeah. You know, that's that's about it. Probably get some dinner, hang out, going to pack up the rest of my bags. And then uh, that's it. That's all she wrote, sir. What does a Matt Riddle eat for his last dinner stateside before he goes to England? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. And what kind of foods do you really miss when you're over there? They they have a lot of the foods we have here. It's they just taste different and they're not prepared the same. But I'm not try always. Some. But not not always. Like you, you, it depends on where you go. It really does. I want to try some real shepherd's pie in the UK. I love that shit, and I've never been to the UK. And it's it's like a pub. It's like uh, kind of like a British pub food. Uh, I'll be honest, shepherd's pie is shepherd's pie. It's pretty, uh, it's mashed potatoes, peas, carrots, gravy. You go go to that that pub branch that like I go to in Lexington, then you go to a place like the Cheesecake Factory. They step their shepherd's pie game up a notch. They they bring it. I'll be honest, I go to like legit Irish pubs where they have shepherd's pie and they're pretty tasty. Oh, we got an Irish pub here, but I live in a town where they use any excuse to get drunk. Like, we have an asparagus festival every year where people are like, yay, asparagus, let's get fucking drunk about it. Yeah, get drunk and smell our pee. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's got to be horrible. I've never drank. I know, you pee, so much when you, you pee so much when you drink. Yeah. And, oh, man, that's that's a brutal combination. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's why they canceled it. They didn't have one last year. They replaced it with a wine festival. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah, we have barbecue festivals, all kinds of shit. I mean, this is the hometown of George Clooney. We got I big do, stars from here, Matt. I do like I do like a BBQ. I oh, man, that's that's my thing. Like, that's I'll take barbecue dream. any day. And in Kentucky, we we got it with the barbecue. We got it. All right. Digging holes. Guys, go go check out the best of the Brocast Volume 1. It's about 10 minutes long. Got some fun clips of me and Matt talking shit. Matt discovering my beautiful Yaboy shirt, of course. Uh, And we'll have a Volume 2 coming soon. But look at that. Look at that. That's that's eerily similar to the shirt that I have up on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. Yeah, except for like this is actually like a drawn picture. It's not like oh, a is picture. it? Yeah, like that's phenomenal. Oh wow, that yeah. is solid. Uh, that is solid. It's epic. It's a good time. Excellent, excellent. Party on, Matt. Where can they follow you on social media? Where Where can't you follow me? I'm everywhere. No, uh. You can find me uh, at Super King of Bros on Twitter, Brittle Bro on Instagram, Matthew Brittle on uh, Facebook. And uh, also, if you're in the England area, you can find me wrestling all weekend long. So many promotions. I think it's like Fight Club or Fight Nation. I'm wrestling Mark Haskins. I think IPW, Pete Dunn. I'm I'm wrestling a bunch of people. It's crazy. I'm wrestling this the bro Josh Bodum. He's the other another bro in England. I guess. How has 
how has Mark Haskins not gotten Dennis Haskins involved in his career? The old Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. He's a huge wrestling fan. I don't know. I don't think Mr. is Mr. Belding on that indie level. He has appeared actually in WWE several times, so maybe he's too. Maybe it's beneath him. Yeah, you know how it does that. I feel like <laughs> I, I said it. I said it to Drew Gulak once he got signed, and I saw him come back around. I was like, "You're different, bro." Really? How's like, he different? I was like, "The E changed you." And he's like, "I know it has." <laughs> In what way? I don't know. You're just you're different once you go to the WWE. I'm not saying you can't, you know. It's just it's just a di- it's just different. Like because once you work at that rate, it's just like fighting for the UFC and then not fighting for the UFC and fighting for like small regional show. It's like it's different, you know. So it's just there, like, I mean, there's a lot different to WWE, and I mean, he's not doing like he's not involved in major storylines or anything, but it's changed him. Changed him. Changed him. Our boy Carlos Toro saw you Sunday at. Uh, it did I was gonna Ball. say I saw a member of the Fightful Squad. They're all over the place, man. Dude, they you are really, all... you guys are really branching out. You guys are taking oh, we... over. We got people in the UK. Hell, maybe some of them will be there. Australia, Canada, Puerto Rico, New York, Florida, California. We're everywhere. Now, are they all from those areas and they live in one place? or No, I mean, we have people that live in all of those areas. All, all those areas. Yeah. Not just from yeah. those areas. I mean, imagine my surprise when UFC ran a show in Buffalo and my boss said, who can we send to cover that show? And I asked... And we got three guys within driving distance of Buffalo. I didn't know that. Who's within driving distance? What's considered driving distance for these guys? Two guys lived in Buffalo. One wow. guy lived in Toronto. How many people are on the team? I don't even we feel like this is an exclusive thing anymore. Like, why am I on We've the team? Grown. We've grown. That's a lot of people. How much have we grown? We cover boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. Like that's a lot. And all I yeah, do, all I, mean, I talk about is like indie wrestling. I don't even know anything about MMA anymore because I don't fight. I just know how to fight. You know how to fight? That's about it. That's funny because I didn't see you take side control on Adam Cole when he gave it to you the other day when he was down there laying. I, what in do car. you mean? You didn't see the highlight, the GIF? Nope. What'd you do? I'm going to pull it up on my phone and just show it to you. Hopefully you can see it with the visual. Maybe I stand corrected. I did what a gangster would do, something you probably would never be able to do because you're not coordinated enough. I'm plenty coordinated, way more coordinated than you. I can do an impaler. I've never seen you do an impaler. I don't need to do an impaler because I do real moves. Because you can't do one. You don't know how. You can't process it. Danny Cage probably saw you do one, and he was like, listen, you need to leave that to Sean Ross Sapp. Leave it oh, to the yeah. professionals, the real athletes, the real stallions of the professional wrestling world. Don't branch out. And he probably looked at you and said, what was it, a cartwheel pass? Make some noise so I can hear this. this okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see me it. off and hit the flying arm bar right there with these. Grabbing it like a rodeo rod, one-handed, like a gangster. I stand corrected, Matt. Well done. Trout. Not as good as I would have done it, but I mean. Crowd pops. What? We're telling that story. You are. I mean, in reality, me you could have just. Me and Adam Cole told one hell of a story. That's what we did, Sean. You could have told the Sakuraba stomp story where you just jump over his head and crush him into the mat. Yeah, but this was more a personality story, not so much the story of violence and just, you know, decisiveness. He's got a great personality. I've interviewed him a couple times. Good dude. Yeah. You know, guys with that kind of personality, they feel like every guy you wrestle from the Bullet Club, you got to, like, wrestle a certain way because... I don't think he's in the Bullet Club anymore. I think he's fucking out i don't know man i saw him and all those guys talking in the back at pwg maybe i know something you don't know 
thus far, everything that you've claimed to know that I don't know has been submission underground. Didn't happen. You wrestling for the PWG tag titles. Didn't happen. But you did get hot when I said you were going to lose a Trent Seven. You got mad. The the shift of the podcast, it just changed. The, the mood just changed. You were super What do you mean? I don't like to lose. You were like super pissy after that. I don't want to drop this. I, I don't think I've never lost a title. That's, hey, that's every title that's I've because even the titles I've like even the Monster Factory title, I was stripped of. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't make a date. What do you say to Danny Cage about that? I don't say much about that to Danny Cage. I like Danny Cage. Do you like Danny Cage? I like Danny Cage. I don't think he handled that situation appropriately when he stretched me at the title. But why? Why not? Why is that? What do you mean? Why don't you think he handled it appropriately? You think he should just run shows without a champion? Ah! <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably double booked yourself again, didn't you? I didn't. That was before I even had double bookings. But <laughs> my mom just had her knee replaced, so she couldn't watch the kids. And my wife had a CrossFit certification so she could teach. Shout and out I- to your mom, who often likes our f- uh, poster photos on Facebook. She loves Shout the- out. She loves Shout out Facebook. to Constance. Constance Riddle, love you, Mom. I'll see you in a couple hours. The legend. This is Wednesday. <laughs> Guys, until next time, we are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.